0: This is Mr. Toffee and you're listening to a very special Avatar episode of The Last King Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Lasting Podcast. I'm your co host, Mr. Toffee, and I'm joined by my awesome other co host.
1: I'm the ass bender, Dr. (laughs) Chef.
0: You always have to go for the really, really, really. I go
1: for the low blow. And I'm the gender
2: bender, country top. (laughs)
1: For a second I thought you were a woman right there Or Tomlina 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 there That's a very handsome beard you have there yeah. Mrs. Tom yep, yep. <laughs> Why, thank you It's and taken me my entire life to grow it. <laughs>
2: well I do declare
1: <laughs> No yeah. it, it, it's combed up from your vagina Right oh. <laughs> There you go Yeah,
0: I thought this was actually been like a long time coming We are talking about this one special show that I've seen Actually I did not actually watch it with his debut like, I just actually picked up like pretty like three four years after its debut and all that So three I'm years later talking. the party Kind of late to the party, but better late than never as usual anyway, Mm -hmm. as we all are. So I'm actually going to be talking about uh, with you guys about the Avatar The Last Airbender, this rather cool show that I've been, that I finished watching, always been re-watching because it's one of the shows that kind of grabbed me, I mean, as, you know, actually got my attention, especially since there was actually quite a deluge back in 2005. A deluge? Not really a deluge, more like there were some shows that were really ending. There was a... There was an avalanche.
2: An avalanche? Avalanche. An apocalypse of cartoons. An avocado?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but they were all mostly ending, or there's stuff that actually existed that sort of like were, you know, I think what you're trying
1: to tell everybody here at The Last King Podcast, all the Last King fans, that today is a very special uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender tribute episode.
2: Yeah, but In light of the
1: anniversary of its. Launch? of its
2: final episode actually. was
1: in 2008 okay the June show came out 5th
2: 2008 yeah I think was the last so, episode so like episode
1: 1 came out 2005 it was actually it was actually put together in 2003 right the pilot the pilot, the, pilot, yeah.
0: the pilot the pilot was formed in 2003 it took, took three like years 2, before two it years before it finally
1: like people decided to buy some episodes
0: yeah
2: that's a good like inside basketball baseball look at how long it can take for a TV show to finally make it to air
1: you'd be surprised sir like a lot of things like took forever like our one of our favourite uh, American-ish animes Castlevania had production yeah. hell since, 20, years since 2000 dude exactly since 2000. you know what I mean yeah. so, like, and, it, and hey we're gonna get a second season
0: woo uh, I remember reading articles where Warren Ellis had the script on hand 10,
1: 15 years
2: later If theater, I know we Warren Ellis show. It's
1: just an idea On a paper net came with boobs on it I could, I could, And I, goats
2: and Also goats. I can imagine Him Goat being boobs. the yep. worst person To have at Hollywood parties Like <laughs> Hi my name is Warren Ellis I want to talk to you About Castlevania. Okay fine thank you I don't think he would Be that kind of guy He's
1: like I got a show It's about a guy Who kills vampires He curses a lot <laughs> Yeah, he actually cursed
2: a lot in his pitch too. That's for sure. I'm He's one of those sure. guys. So you
1: know, enough about the cursing of Warren Ellis yeah. <laughs> and all the curses therein. Well, we're it's about th- the
2: very curse-free Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, which it,
1: it got cursed when they decided to make a movie.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. shall
1: we or shall we not attempt to like di- dissect and talk about that, or shall we just make it this? L- we, I like to talk about the good things. As Let's wait, about the pure stuff. Failings, so we're going to talk sure. about the show that came out in 2005. Uh, to me, probably you not. Know, a very genre defining show because oh, for, sure. for a lot of people this was I mean it was unfortunately tagged with the American anime kind of uh
0: Something category. That, yeah, next let's days not for, gonna yeah.
2: argue about forever. Like I let's mean, not forget, back in the I'm, day we've yeah.
0: got uh, Ben Ten. Like, yeah. Just came up the same right? type. Yeah. We've got um, Teen Titans, which was like two years old and still kinda staying yeah, strong in prob- Cartoon Network.
1: I mean I would say like even Batman the animated series had a lot of very anime qualities to yeah. it. Yeah. Especially
0: Batman Beyond, but that's more like two thousand ish. I would say this, on. but
1: I would say something like maybe Ben Ten and something definitely like Avatar would be like what an Amer how an American comp- uh, animation studio would attempt a shonen. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: but when and you look at Ben Ten and when you look at Teen Titans, it looks like hey, apparently this is just enough to you know keep my kids entertained and just sell toys from there.
3: Uh, I wouldn't
0: say that. I, I would say actually see that with the Avatar for some reason. The what do you mean? Ben, like. I think- Yes, they are movie tie-ins. They are toy tie-ins, definitely. As no, in any what, Nickelodeon show. What, what,
1: what, what, what
0: it's you, like self-contained. Like, it's, it's just his own thing. So it's a not a franchise. I would say... Even though it's a franchise, it doesn't feel like it's... So definitely. it's not a
1: licensed property from something
0: ben else. Ten yeah. w- it wasn't built by being a licensed minor. yeah
2: I was going to say, Ben 10 was definitely licensed the fuck out of... Like, there's so many 10s, right? I, so many heroes, right? Not just that, but I mean, like, you know, there was so much merchandise everywhere. And I mean, it was literally everywhere. And I think it overshadowed the fact that the show was pretty decent. I
1: would say okay, if you want to compare the three, right? So Teen Titans was lucky to have
2: the all, DC name, I guess. Not
1: just say the DC name, but all this, you know, uh, baggage of the, the back catalog of all these characters. Yeah. So like, if you want to really look up what Starfire was like in the comics she was horny as
3: fuck. She was <laughs> promiscuous.
1: Okay, but like, I'm glad they didn't decide to bring that back for the 14-year-old version of her in Teen Titans. That would have been She's more like Stranger in a Strange Land kind or of thing. very progressive. <laughs> anyway. No. And then you have something 2018, like- 2018, maybe. Yeah, but anyway. In 2018? No. <laughs> Even worse in 2018. Yeah, that show be. would get slammed so hard. Yep. Just like Starfire. <laughs> anyway, and then all of a sudden we have- like, oh, if like, if you want to compare, maybe something like Ben Ten, yeah. which is very similar in terms of like ha- an American company trying to recreate the magic that is like uh, the Japanese shonen series, mm. because you have to understand that this is the era where like they finally picked up on dragon ball too. yeah something that to us here in asia like i've been watching this since the 80s like oh, this is new to you guys yeah i yeah. first
2: became aware of dragon ball in 1992,000s, 2000s so. which is already
1: 10 years too late
2: yeah
0: yeah but a lot of americans they americans europeans everyone they picked it around that time and the this is when 90s. Cartoon
1: Network or maybe Nickelodeon they had to do the smart thing and like hey let's go and w- remember that time where we licensed the Power Rangers yep. instead of adding our own Americanisms to it why don't you just take the whole show and just dub it yeah. yeah, and see what happens and then
0: that's how Toonami actually originated
1: under Cartoon Network and then like mm. that exploded then all of a sudden you have all these uh, like you know American studios thinking to themselves like okay we can't just we, we don't want to pay this Japanese company money to to sell their product and then they still keep profits. Yeah. We should come up with our own shit so we keep all the monies. Yeah. So you have then
2: will keep
0: everything in that
1: sense, yeah. right? And I mean, then like they can ship sense. it out
2: yeah. and you know do the thing that Japan's been doing.
1: But I don't think like at last Ed Bender made a dent in the Japanese market. But, no, but at the same time I did not think it, market, I think it was done to shit things out well, Yeah. Because I think it's like I say, you have something like Dragon Ball which is extremely universal. Like yep. Everybody is aware of this and everybody has seen every single episode. I would say something like like, what I enjoy most about Avatar The Last Airbender was basically it was the Americanized version of a shonen. I mean, like, it but didn't not have quite
0: the, shonen in a sense. It
1: right? didn't have the trappings of the Japanese it shonen. It definitely
2: didn't have the weird flights of fancy and the nonsense It didn't episodes. have four episodes. I yeah. was so grateful like, for that. Even <laughs> even the necessary beach episodes and there were only I think. I would have two? loved the
1: necess- unnecessary beach episodes.
0: But like even there was actually like, in but, Evander. But yes. it
2: was necessary because it definitely added towards character development, yeah. especially when we watched four villains go to the beach. Yeah, you
0: actually get to see their perspective <laughs> for the first time and, like how they you know, live their lives. them like,
1: straight away
2: going straight to the beach part. Well, it's like Because you know, three of them were kind of humanized. Yep. Apart from Azula, it's like, oh no, you are just a terrible human being. Yeah, she's like,
0: demon incarnate, basically. Well, that's we the
2: tension of
1: too much because I'll, I also want to kind of bring up the fact like, I mean, if you want to compare this to Ben 10, so I would say like, the probably the reason why Avatar was way more successful compared to something like Ben 10 was basically, Ben 10 survives for the longest time as being a monster of the week kind of show yeah and the
2: franchising
0: thing going on like the toys and all that where it's just basically
1: like hey let's come up with new cool characters for the kids to buy because they they want four arms they want Diamond Head Diamond Head's an amazing name one of my favourite thrash bands ever and then, but then you had something like Avatar which decided to do the Dragon Ball thing where like let's have an epic narrative that just lasts yeah. forever
0: it's like the reverse so instead of worrying about your merchandising you just worry about the story yeah. and how it yeah. ends and, and I how think the it's fight also scenes turn in out in terms
2: of the character design because Ben 10 like I'm sure he's developing his own like you know interests and flaws but he's also just a standard young kid he's Billy Bat. it's very easy to yeah. kind of just see yourself as Ben 10 whereas Unless you're a shaved kid with a tattoo on your forehead, it's very hard to see yourself as an Has it been
1: established that that's a tattoo?
0: I don't remember. It's no a tattoo. They it's call tattoo. it tattoos. Mm. The abandoned the tattoos. They say, "Oh, the yeah.
2: tattooed kid." There we go.
1: Yeah. Very progressive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Wait, I think he's uh, technically supposed to be 12 years old, right? Even though he's like a yeah, 11, 12. Uh, he's 100 he's, years old. Yeah, he's 12.
3: True.
2: Yeah. But where? Yeah, he's a. Uh, chirogenically frozen uh, 112-year-old. Chirogenically? Yeah. Yep.
1: Glacially, you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: there was no signs to that.
0: And that was the one cool thing I like about Avatar. Like, they actually will explain a lot of things in a more thorough, fleshed-out sense. Like, you're going to have your filler episodes like you mentioned, but when you approach episodes like The Storm, where it starts off as a fishing village thing where fishing goes wrong, and then you actually find out more about why Zuko's the way he is, uh, who is actually one of the bad guys in Avatar The Last Airbender, and also find out how why Aang Shirk his responsibility. I mean
2: We're kind of Jumping about a little bit I think The wider thing about What makes Avatar Really work Is that It definitely goes Earnestly into It's world building And it's mythos
0: Yeah It does not care How old you are It's smart enough To tell you that Here this is the story You're going to tell I don't care how old you are We're not going to Pander it down for you There's
2: no Corners cut when it comes to Especially the world building yeah. That you can definitely tell That this is a place Where there's History Where there's stuff that just happened in the past and like,
1: like star wars is very lived in yeah
2: yeah it's like you even they just name drop things like you know former um uh, former
0: earth king or one of the form uh, or the former kyoshi warriors the former avatar yeah. kyoshi
2: and all that and even small things like you know the Koshi warriors are named after a particular avatar and they dress like her it's yeah, like yeah
0: like celebrating that tradition in they the don't
2: sense. explain it indeed it's just like this is something where you could believe it happens yeah. because we have things like that in everyday life they
0: just show it I mean they don't tell you every single thing sometimes there are things you just have to kind of discover for yourself with some little vague clues here and there that, that put, get put here's in here's a question
1: I want to ask you too especially with, since we're talking about like production design and everything right? how did you feel about an American company incorporating Asianisms
0: if it's done well and it actually and, and respects, respectfully and so right? if it's done respectfully so then I have no qualms of it and I feel that Avatar: Last ambender they did it very, very well in terms of like I mean, sure, yes, yeah, some people might get turned off by oh, why is this the guy from the Air Nation and all the Fire Nation all speak speaking English?
2: I don't care about that. I mean, I don't think they established that
1: they spoke different languages. They, they don't. Mean, it's I, mean, still I mean, like Dragon Ball, universal, like, everybody just spoke
2: Japanese. well yeah. it's like. I think they mm-hmm. just mentioned that they're technically all one people, it's just that they have self segregated for yeah. some reason. But every country, every nation
0: is seems very, very distinct. I mean, you know, you look at the fine nation, they're obviously tailored after like Japanese imperialism and everything. The very shogun warriors. Very stuff. shogun warrior style. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Water Nation, they're all based off Inuit culture. That's why they got the dark yeah. skin and the snow and the all the built structures and everything. And the
2: air nomads obviously like Tibet, yeah, Tibetans, yeah, yeah. Tibetans. Like, that move around. And then very Himalayan, Nepalese, yeah. and Tibetan. of course, the Earth Nation is, of course, it's fucking China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> even right down to the strictness that happened in and like, the sti- <laughs> and the Imperial Palace of Ba says like the front looks like. Oh, so you went to Beijing and saw the Forbidden Palace? Yep, you did like, your literally research. Just, right there? They just drew the front. They just removed the Mao picture.
1: <laughs> uh, or maybe they added them. Sure.
2: Uh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. but And they
0: added a bunch of other walls and everything.
2: But it's more or less the Forbidden City.
1: I mean, I do remember, and I do, I do recall, like, uh, when this show came out. Like, It's one of those shows that came out in a weird time in my life. Like, 2005, I was definitely. I was going through art school probably at the time. And I wasn't. I didn't have the kind of um, impulse or the need to follow or catch these kind of shows. Mm-hmm. I was extremely aware of Avatar, The, the Last Airbender. And, mm-hmm. like, one of my best friends from school actually did tell me, it was like you should check out this show because it's smarter than it looks. Mm-hmm. And like, usually that's what the, the kind of thing that would sell me. But I think what really sold me was also the fact that production-wise, design-wise, animation-wise, there was nothing lazy about this at mm, all. Yeah like the animations was probably some of the most fluid thing that's just
0: the
2: regular episodes even though like the climactic fight scenes the battles looked very good and this was before uh, book 3 or season 3 when suddenly they had far more of a budget and had 3D animation book 3
0: when they had to end things Whoa, they ended it on
1: very high note and the thing is right I spoke very highly of Dragon Ball but Dragon Ball had some of the laziest animation because speed lines can only go so far and like yeah why do people blink and then disappear it's because we don't want to animate the movie yeah. they just will appear only, behind yeah. you because they're fast we'll like, only save sure. it for the fight yeah. Yeah. yeah and the thing is right okay one thing I also need to bring up with the fact is like you know what I totally respect Avatar The Last Airbender because yeah one of the tropes of the shonen beast hides the gratuitous beach episode is the filler flashbacks, which they do very little of because it's all about progressive world building. Mm-hmm. It's about, we start here, we go forward and it's like, you know, the lore just, you know, elaborates itself as it moves they forward. They definitely
2: yeah. trim the fat when it came to stuff where like, they obviously need to have quiet moments for characters to evolve and develop and, you know. Definitely. Yeah, we should room talk room about that later.
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I definitely recall that book one had, I mean, there was some filler episodes but it definitely was cut off from book deep But book necessary two and three for world building, of, I, would I would say. I would
2: say that there was in terms, of, I think filler is being a bit unfair when we're talking about it. Like it's definitely yeah. slower episodes where you think they didn't add very much, but then you see it adds into the wider narrative later on. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, like, it's just, it's just clever storytelling. It's rather
1: let's compare this to a piece of shit anime like Bleach, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where like it's some of the most pointless, not only fight scenes but needs to flashback, and then you realize like, oh, it's one of those legendary Japanese filler episodes because. We need to buy time. We need to catch up with the because manga. The, yeah. still the
0: manga is still ongoing. With oh, story. And like if the
1: manga is yeah. garbage, then the anime gets even worse. You oh. can
0: bring it back to Dragon Ball as well. When they Dragon actually Ball had more fillers. fights
1: last five, seven episodes. Yeah. Thank you, One Punch Man. For, for turning the tables. Yes. <laughs> for finally showing like Japan, like, hey, why don't we just end the fight now?
2: Yeah, or the most <laughs> egregious example, which is Naruto, which has been doing filler since two thousand and two.
1: Or even more. At one least one it piece.
2: It's <laughs> <Yeah>. still going. <laughs> Apparently. How? People like, like pirate adventures, I guess. Isn't the whole driving thing to go find a treasure?
0: They haven't found it. Not yet. anymore.
2: <laughs> what are they doing now?
0: They're still looking for the treasure. That's pretty much it. And then that's the stopgap. basically see a new island they're up to. That's another story.
1: It's hit a thousand... Ep- like no. I think it's
0: more than that, dude. More than
1: that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I mean, anime episodes, it does. Both. Uh,
0: the manga, I think there's probably a bit more than the actual anime. But You, you can
1: it's literally hear, it's just feel me roll my eyes. Like, yeah. I don't care about One Piece at all. I don't care weebs. Shut up. Yeah. Okay, watch Avatar. At least it's tight, it's concise. It gets to the point, it's very... It doesn't overstay. It's working with a nice uh three seasons yeah, yeah. i mean mm-hmm.
0: if this was actually proper if this was like a typical show they would have just added like an extra book just to make it like a four or like a no they did five something better thing.
1: okay they ended it on a high note and they had the spin-off with one of the most interesting characters yeah, yeah.
0: spin-off okay that's the best way you could do with such a and legacy they, building series they did you know the
2: best kind of spin-off where they didn't directly connect like they added a nice buffer of 70 years i think so it's can, 100 years i think 70 plus, years or 70 70. And they let the world develop and change. So now you have more like a 1920s kind of vibe rather than you got you know, a steampunk thing
0: going on too. Than a
2: feudal um, Eastern, uh, I think it, yeah. I think it was also necessary
1: because you know what, I can imagine probably the animation team or the production team like, let's try to explore our art and let's try to explore our creativity. Let's yeah. not just be stuck in this one style or one like idiom. You know, mm. and I mean it's. it's I would say this also like about Avatar it's, it's it was so refreshing yeah
0: mm. and at the same time there's some. I mean refreshing and there's a lot of creative use of not just everybody's airbending but even the tech and then what, what this civilization or this uh, fantasy world has every the gliders nation- for the air nomads for yeah, one every
2: nation felt distinct and what I liked was that each bending style looked very different yeah like you know earthbending is more like based on like stomping and like movement and fire, like you could tell, like you're meant to be just r- really winding and, and
0: really punchy in your very face, very
1: passionate and very aggressive, yeah, yeah. like a fiery
2: personality. Mm-hmm. And
0: airbending is definitely Tai Chi, um, Wing Chun, right? If I recall,
1: well,
0: so yeah. more free flowing,
2: kind of, it's more and waterbending is just uh, surfer bro, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I think go with the flow, yeah. dude, you know,
1: for a show for that,
2: adapting to change, basically, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: be like water my friend as yeah. Bruce Lee once said you know water becomes yeah the water co- adapts yeah <laughs> I will say this like it can crash <laughs> mm-hmm. rest in peace Bruce Lee uh, I mean one thing is for something that is unfortunately quite cliche I mean if you think about it like oh the elements are based on the, like you know earth, fire, wind, water what are we the planeteers <laughs> yeah and like you know they still did something fresh with it because they I think the smartest thing they did was they paid re- respect to the mysticism mm-hmm. of how like this were traditionally viewed in asian culture
0: and how this was actually born yeah. in that world's universe
1: i mean i mean i also especially love the fact that a lot of the world is like you know we are all built of these components yeah. like, all these components like I would have to say this is like the only other time this was done just as well was the Force in the original trilogy, yeah. and that was yeah that was a you know, long time ago too. Magical yeah. when it's something Before that it you, became uh, bacteria. bacteria. Fuck that, you know. <laughs> I'm saying it's like yeah once when the best thing about it is like they ex- they added that mythology to it, and it was believable straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that was like, like what uh, Tom said. It was like there's a certain earnestness. That when you watch it is like you know what this is a kids show that's not trying too hard but at the same and it's time dumbing it down at the same yeah, time yeah they're going they're going for big ideas here so and
2: like everything is justified I like, love lazy fantasy says oh we can do this because magic whereas what Avatar does well just is what Lord of the Rings did well yeah.
1: where they incorporated rules
0: yeah there it's like rules there it are is.
2: very definite rules to how yeah. shit works which As makes the world interesting
0: yeah especially when there are some episodes where some characters cannot actually do their bending because of their change in philosophy and how they actually get their energy from
2: or yeah like you know the Fire Nation obviously what's their uh, source of power the sun what happens in an eclipse you can't bend no
0: more yeah <laughs> But at the same time, the, the, the uh, Fire Lord Susan and uh, Emperors actually tend to twist that ideal. Like it's actually coming out from more of your rage and your rules of conquest, more or less.
2: Yeah. From
1: your
0: key. Yeah, from the key.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and look, one final thing I'll talk about in terms of world building is the bit in the last season where they say that they learnt the bending from forces of nature. Yeah, the elements yeah. and yeah. A, and animals oh, like to the, an extent. The animals that did it, like the sky bison for air bending, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. the
0: badger moles, yeah. moles yeah. for earth. And badger
1: moles, yeah, I badger moles. Like so it's, really like so it's, it's like cute. It's cute. It's a combination <laughs> of the two most useless animals.
2: <laughs> and also, it was a fantastic just throwaway animal in one of the in season two. It's like, oh no, they become important later on. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> That was random, is it? Like,
2: I mean, and
0: then when they brought up the original firebenders, like holy shit!
2: <laughs> oh yeah, the Sun Warriors was like, oh you now you're doing um, Central American mythology as well, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, but it fit somehow. No, I think at this point of time, like, you know,
1: as the show rolled along, it it definitely. I mean, I'm pretty sure the showrunners did the analytics and they knew that. This was because you have to understand South America, yo. They love them some anime. Oh, they do. And the thing is, if the anime doesn't, if you're not dependent on like you know somebody hopefully translating this Japanese anime into like the South American language of choice, yeah, or of the one you speak, and then you have something like Nickelodeon. Sure, for profit. Yeah, we have some guys here who can translate it into you know maybe Spanish or uh, what, what Brazilian, Portuguese, Portuguese. I thought <laughs> you don't speak
3: Brazilian.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. You're, history card language <laughs> sir linguistic card linguistics card, card, linguistics yeah. card. Uh, my, here's my linguistics card I forgot the word to use it that yeah, <laughs> point of time and uh yeah and I think that's one thing it, it cares about the fans hmm. I think that's the, the crucial thing about Avatar whereas something like when you watch something like a Dragon Ball it cares about the fans money by <laughs> okay stretching this as far as it can because okay, okay. to be fair the first like when it
0: was first Dragon Ball when Son Goku was just you know a monkey a kid with a monkey tail that was kind of like trying to do a riff on the Junior to the East thing and that was actually something coming out Jiri, sorry to the West what the hell am I saying your Asian cards <laughs> yeah,
1: <right. laughs> like that was
0: definitely done out of love from Akira Toriyama until the Super Saiyan arc or or
1: even like after the whole Cell saga or the fact that there's it. a new series that just came out Yes, mm. that too uh, what's so, it called Super right talk about chilling <laughs> yes. uh, I mean like yeah I mean the reason why like freaking uh, like Yu Yu Hakusho was so successful was because it ended It ended. (laughs) we didn't need to stretch this out unnecessarily
0: yeah Yeah, sure make a video game out of it sell your toys but that's it can I
1: just bring up Bleach for more fucking three seasons in Soul Society to rescue Rukia (laughs) fuck that show okay who's taking care of the hollows back on earth anyway one punch man no I'm sorry (laughs) speaking of other bald protagonists who like pretty much solve problems by the end of the episode yep okay let's talk about maybe character design Hmm. Because one thing I also appreciate about... like Okay, again, I need to bring up all the... Aang, right? Not just Aang, but like... Everyone. Absolutely everyone. everyone. Because mm. there was something uh, strangely familiar in the anime of it. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, like... No, it's very Western, especially the way they even drew their mouths, the way they talked, the way they interacted with each other. And especially in the proportions of the bodies. Because it's like, yep, that looks like... that's. Like, if you see something like Dragon Ball, where Kirin is, like... He's obviously a six-year-old boy, but he's built like the 20-year-old man. Yeah. Like, that kind of, like, messes with your, like, uncanny valley. Like, wait, what? Uh, Who? And then you see something like... Like, Ang, right? And he's like... No, he looks like a 12-year-old boy. A 12-year-old
2: boy who discovered how to lift. Who discovered how to lift? Yeah. Yo,
1: do you even lift, bro? Yeah, he lifts
2: Especially in season (laughs) three, when it's like... Damn, son, <laughs> what you been doing?
1: Six packs, you know. You don't yeah. have the musculature for that. But then again, like even like something like Cora, mm-hmm. who I think is probably one of the mo- the, the best design of all the characters.
2: Cora's not in uh, Last Seven. No, I mean she's
1: like, in the, the Legends of, of Style. Yeah, yeah. spin In terms of style, it's like you know, I liked how it graduated from some uh, what happened in Ang all the way to that mm-hmm. where it's like there was a very. Uh, I think the artists definitely were very um, adamant about keeping. The human proportion as realistic as possible, yeah. and also yeah.
0: change the age gap a bit. Like we're dealing with like what mm. preteens in Airbender because they're kids, young upstart kids trying to the make shonen, a difference. Yeah, you yeah, need to see them thing. grow up. And then for uh, Legend of Korra, that's when they're like sort of in the mid-teens. She's right?
2: seventeen, juvenile, uh, juvenile, the young teens, adult era,
0: the young adult era. Okay, and the, the storylines are actually kind of tailored to that age yeah. group. Well,
1: yeah, there's less dating in the thought The Last Airbender. Yeah.
0: I mean, there were some colorful World day, wall day moments from between Ang and Katara, but Aww. that's about it. Yeah,
2: yeah, but it's done in playful manner, which is cool, you know. Yeah. It, you it, show it, me mine, I show an, you yours. It's kind <laughs> of an innocent kind of love, like babies first yeah. kind of you know romance.
0: But obviously, the focus is on the story building and the action. She and, probably and asking,
2: "What does the arrow point to?
1: Okay. <laughs> Here, baby. I'm sorry." Um, Avatar untouched. Avatar <laughs> after, after <laughs> dark. <laughs> he's 12. <laughs> no, but he's got the mind of a 112-year-old.
2: <laughs> Which makes it even worse because he's obviously like 14 or something. <laughs> so I think we're done with actually
0: explaining a bit about why, why we love about, what we love about Avatar The Last Airbender. Maybe you want to talk a bit about like what think, our standout episodes no, are? No, I think
2: we're talking about, we're just talking about, you know, the, the generosity, the generals. Like all the, the, the world building and you know the general world we the see. Aesthetics
0: yeah. and everything. We're all characters, right?
2: Yeah. Let's talk about how there's not a single character that's unnecessary. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I say. agree.
0: Everybody is necessary in this in this adventure. It's a very lean show. And yeah, yeah. this
2: definitely has the best bit part of any show ever. You know who I'm talking about? Of course. <laughs> My characters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no love for the guy foaming in the mouth. <laughs>
2: I
3: mean... That was, that was like an early, early... That
0: was... throwback. <laughs>
3: that was...
2: I mean, that was fine. It was a one-time thing, yeah. But, but
0: anyway, the characters themselves. they're... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone fits in and there's... Aang is a guy who's really trying to learn his best of all different elements because of his responsibility. But he's still a kid in the end, so he's got to have fun... got to do fun yeah, things. Instead. That's why I like... Like exactly.
1: Goku in Dragon Ball.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah he's an all-powerful uh, master of energy. I think
0: Goku is less responsible compared to Aang.
2: Oh, yeah, because Aang's also brought up as a monk. Yeah. But he's still a little rascal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Goku does not give a shit about his son when you think about it in the oh, long yeah. run. But I think that it re- the characters really start to shine once they introduce Toph in uh, book two. Yeah. Mm. Because she, I think, is my favorite of the main four. she grounds
0: everybody, right? Literally. She <laughs> basically is the tough girl who's I'm basically sorry, just getting shit the done. You know? yeah.
2: <laughs> but also, I love how they I love how they betray her blindness. Because yep. sometimes the characters just forget. Hey, look at this. Wow. <laughs> what? I can't help with putting up
0: the sign too
2: (laughs) or when they're trying to find a library it's like there it is that's what it's going to sound like when you see it she just like (laughs) waves in front of her eyes
0: (laughs) or the first time when she actually made her debut as the blind bandit holy crap she kicked the ass out of everybody in that room
2: and then she starts talking oh yeah she's just a snotty 12 year old kid
0: Uh, let's see uh, and of course we've got like the motherly Katara who actually has to make sure that everyone's in line and everything. but she's not
2: like smothering motherly
0: yeah she's more like a, I guess the responsible one yeah, she's
2: just the kid who had to learn early on to be responsible because because the one else is going to do it for you because also yeah you know, Sokka he's capable but he's obviously scatterbrained as fuck yeah
0: and he's always out there like he's again the punchline guy always thinking of the jokes but he's he got his own shining moments especially when he learns how to fight with a sword and using yeah. that boomerang to good use
2: in the first few episodes i'm not i i'm gonna admit i was afraid i was gonna really dislike him because mm-hmm. he was like so sarcastic and down i was like come on dude but then he grows as a character in the first book it becomes yeah. endearing in his own right yeah. and then the way he uh, deals with uh what was the name of the girl who becomes the moon spirit uh you you way you yeah yeah and becomes a great throwaway joke. My first girlfriend became the moon. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was, was actually brought up quite a lot. Like, yeah, Zuko's just like that's some brilliant writing, break, actually. buddy. Yeah. Like even the villains, like you have to love all of the villains. Yeah,
0: all good shows gotta have great villains to go up against the ba- against the good guys, right? Yeah. So Zuko is definitely one very good example.
2: And the best like uh, foil to the villain wasn't Avatar, but his uncle. <laughs> General Iroh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I must find the Avatar. Do you want some tea? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> or play show.
2: Yeah, which is obviously Chinese checkers. Yes, just, yes. you know, had to make it you know, slightly different.
0: Yeah, but then they actually flesh it out more and more, like what, as the books go by. I mean, it's not just a throwaway gag they just follow up with. It's like, yeah. oh, there's actually some legitimate reasons why the prince is just an angry, bitter old, I mean, angry, driven guy, in a sense. Yeah. With the scar and everything. And Iroh himself, he has his own demons to confront with as well. The death of his son but and everything. That's the
2: thing, like, he's a man who obviously has made peace with his inner demons. Mm-hmm. And he, because he went through a journey, he can see the same thing happening to his nephew.
0: And doesn't want that to happen at the very least, or yeah. at least make him a better person than he was.
2: But he's not so insistent, like, he pulls back when he knows he can't come in. Yeah. Damn, this show has done character creation in some of the best ways I've seen in any show. Not I, just any kids' show, like in any show. There was mm, one episode
0: there. in uh, WhatsApp, the second book, where basically all your philosophies are laid out just from, gen- from the bad guys themselves. I mean, technically, they weren't bad guys, per se, right? Yeah. In the second book, mm. uh, General Iroh, you know, he was yeah. actually teaching him how to redir- redirect lightning in, in the part- in using the water bending method. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess we stopping there. But yeah, all these different levels and nuances, that's what actually makes. Avatar, I mean, at least something to pay attention. I, again, I'm not saying this is a groundbreaking show. I mean, I'm very
2: sure I would say we it had is. a lot of other shows I would say on it, is. on. it is definitely a groundbreaking show in terms of like a lot of cynical people would say there's no reason for a kids' show to be this well written and this well made. I agree. Because look at the current state of kids' TV sh- uh, films, kids' TV films, kids' films out in the cinema now. Okay,
0: from a kid's, yeah, yeah.
2: They are atrocious. Like I'm a man who endured show dogs. It's <laughs> <That's> not <laughs> a kids show. It it's definitely made to be a kids film, and then probably retold. There was out. a PG, yeah. right? Very cool. PG rated. Uh, it it should be uh, restricted, as in restricted from everyone's eyes. But do you know what I
1: want to say? Especially when you when you, especially when you mentioned that like there's no kids shows nowadays that you know deal with adult topics or like they treat their audience with a bit of respect and a little bit of intelligence. Like, the last time this happened was probably like the old school Transformers TV show. Yeah. Like and especially editing even yeah. after the movie when yeah. it's like, oh, people die. Or, like, you know, like, especially, like, I mean, there's there's remnants of this that is just it's up there with, like, uh, the Ghost of Starscream or the Return of Optimus Prime, like, shows that will.
3: They kind of have to bring back kid, the kids. You, know, like, yeah. you,
1: like, look at this and, like, look at how they treat their dead and fallen heroes. You know, I think they actually
0: expanded that on Beast Wars as well, too. I mean, Yeah, even, I didn't really like yeah. Beast Wars. The animation was goofy. Oh, it did an H-12. No, yeah. but
2: something like Avatar... But they, they do explore death. Like, no one gets killed on screen, but they don't yeah. shy away from, like... People do die in war.
3: Yeah. Like, you
2: know, Katara Sokka's mother... Died in a raid. Exactly, Aro's son died taking, uh, trying to take Basking. And so we like,
0: don't know what happened to uh, those bandits. And I the think what I really want to bring Yeah.
1: What I really want to bring up is especially like when this show came out. I mean, like okay, the other competitors would be like having like Ben or maybe Teen Titans, which had kind of heavier subject matter right but avatar just not only did it like well but they did it respectfully but also like with the kind of grace and style that like holy shit the writers know what they're doing yeah Mm -hmm. and they like they treated the audience with the the kind of respect because you have to understand like at the same time it's like what else is on right before like avatar the last airbender oh powerpuff girls
2: which I actually deals with a lot of like you know, true important that. mature uh, subject. But the thing
1: is, everything wraps up at the end of the episode. Yeah, true. it's like it's like one off episodes. Whereas this is like you need to watch everything before this. You have to really catch up. You have to yeah. pay. It. They should do it like a comic book,
0: back in the day, like a very long spanning kind of comic book arc. I
2: yeah. like technically the finale was four parts.
1: It
0: was four episodes long. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the best Four episodes yeah. absolutely oh my god just the, the when he finally unites the four nations and that yeah. battle yeah. and just Ooh. seeing what the what the day of,
0: what what's it called the solar eclipse not the eclipse that so that thing combat. happened the comet the comet actually showing the comet. true power comet showing the true power of uh, uh, uh what's that um Ozin uh Ozai Ozai yeah fire showing Lord the power Ozai, of Ozai yeah. yeah fire Ozai. Oh like, shit that's a
2: chida's flame I mean, man i think Ozai is maybe the weakest character because it, he's a bit of a one-note villain. I agree. It's but, because they built yeah. him up. Because they only ever show his silhouette in the first two books, yeah. and then it's only in book three that we see his face. I think he has like the
1: same problems like something like Darth Vader. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he's supposed to be a very one-note, but very like, not say stereotypical. But like when you look at him, especially his his character design. Yeah. And the way like how his character is portrayed is it, like. He's definitely a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: So even Sozin, his grandfather, who is only in one episode, is given far more character development. He's the emperor, definitely. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah.
0: We gotta show like his fall of grace, like that one flashback between Roku and uh Yassozin.
2: Yeah. Oh God, Which
3: is right?
1: strange, right? Like you all like this is the kind of show where, like, like again, when you see other shows, they're like, "Oh, that's Megatron. He's a bad guy." And this is like, "Here's a bad guy, but here's that very tragic fall from grace that he went through yeah. to it's be like, a bad guy." Like, "Oh, wow, I'm sympathetic towards everybody on the show." Yeah. yeah, I gotta agree. Like, maybe.
0: Lord I mean I guess you need like a bad guy bad guy based off his lineage and his kids to actually be that forefront because Odipo. you
2: need something to compare Azula and uh, Zuko, Zuko, Zuko Zuko too so when Zoku finally has a redemption like okay I can see they're definitely worse options than you yes <laughs> and this fact that
0: comeback against his dad with the lightning redirection that was like Pay off since the second book, like he's trying to actually learn this shit. Yeah.
1: You know what, by the way? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry for yeah. spoiling a 10 year old show. A 10 year old show that. General general show. General general? Show that oh, yeah. Wait, where can we find this now? It's, it's not available. It's on Netflix right now. In its entirety. Uh? Yeah, how lovely. I, that's is that? how I watched it. Yeah. Mm, oh well. Okay, so for all you kids out there, please watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Skip the other Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because those sequels are coming out. So I'm pretty sure... Uh, you know what? You, cannot, you can't watch Avatar without 3D glasses because it doesn't make any sense.
2: I watched the, Actually, I watched it at home on a normal uh, 2D screen. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's still pretty, but it's not like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, there you go. IMAX 3D, I think that's where oh, it was at. I mm. remember
2: having to literally dragged my family kicking and screaming into that cinema saying it's gonna be good it's gonna be good and I'm like oh it's It's gonna be shit it's gonna be bad we all walked out like oh yeah that was cool and I was like
0: yes victory small victories right yeah Yeah.
1: I was blown away by Avatar Uh, and and I didn't mind the stupid story Mm -hmm. because like for me I'm a fan of technology too so it's like seeing 3D work properly for the first time ever like this might be a thing
2: and and then seeing how this is a good film to remake
1: or dances with wolves. Yeah. You know, and then like, oh, and how 3D shit the bed immediately after that.
2: Absolutely.
0: I hey. mean there are worse stories to use at the, at the end of the day. What if what you mean? want to showcase your tech, right? I mean listen, I mean, I'm not saying it's great. I mean, again, Avatar's story, it's kinda of basic, but still alright. The the what's at the James Cameron network. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm I'm looking at it as a, on on a technical level. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not it, a great it was, movie.
2: It was a two and a half hour tech demo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean <laughs> the thing is
1: every single James Cameron movie is a technical le- on a technical level this is this is mind-blowingly amazing how mm-hmm. he pulled this off I mean like if you just look at Titanic and how they had to build that ship just to break it
2: yeah and then they yeah. had to mirror it in CG like that's crazy the length he goes through to entertain us thank
1: you James Cameron now back to Avatar The Last Airbender yeah I so, kind of
0: wanted to just maybe uh, just cap it off by maybe we can just bring up like one of the episodes that he stood out especially since especially uh, since Especially since you, Tom, have recently watched it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I only actually got into book two, and then I just went backwards to book one, book two, and then saw the debut of book three. So, like I said, three years later to the party, but better late than never, right?
2: So, I saw
1: it when it came out.
0: Yeah, it? you saw it in 2005, it was right? very good.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it when it came out because for two reasons. One is, I didn't have Nickelodeon growing up. Mm. And second is, when it came out in 2005, I was... 12 going on 13 at the time
1: I think for me it, came out, it was part of the cartoon network package yeah age.
2: so I was just outside of the required age range and you know when you get to that age it's when you start rejecting the shit you used to like as a kid because you want to you want to grow up and mature yeah, exactly yeah. I want
1: to smoke cigarettes now <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't quite go that bad but um, <laughs> but yeah it's like I kind of just rejected it out of principle because it was a kid's show and then oh okay I know what you mean yeah Yeah. and then so I finally just sat down and I watched all three seasons in a week and a half like I watched what a uh, journey right Yeah. yeah I watched season three in I think two days like, damn damn. Yeah. And
1: season 3 is Binge-worthy Yeah, yeah.
2: Especially because It's the best basically. Well, like How everything just wraps up yeah. And just ends there. I it. came back from uh, My job down in the Quartermaster's uh, uh, pit
1: oh, Yes yeah Here on the space station
2: Absolutely and People are wondering How we get Netflix up High mm. in our space you, you do not want to know uh, No Bill. we
1: are the satellite That broadcasts your Netflix So yeah. please Keep us afloat Yeah
2: <laughs> That's how we keep entertained we, Yes So uh, Yeah like I said It's very fresh in my mind Uh, so you want to know like my favourite character favourite art actually what I
1: really want to know right now especially is like okay compared to like animation like you're one of the few people I know who champion Attack on Titan yeah and to me it's like it's kind of schmaltzy but I like it too and then like so we're presenting to you something that came out a decade ago and then like does it is it like fascinating or does it blow your mind knowing that
2: you, you had this 10 years ago like I'm kind of just shocked that we had something that was. Let's not be bad best This was made for kids. Yeah, but it was just. Um, it's very hard to find the flaws in the show. Like it's you, really tight. The, the right thing uh, is you have to. You have yeah. to really nitpick, and you have to say, "Oh, there's some continuity errors," or like, "There's a weird like thing that was misdrawn." It's like, so what? <laughs> like, I, I can't whole, find anything misdrawn yeah, I'm everything a that fan it, of the animation The animation yeah. is spot on
0: Everything you want to talk about That's bad It's all well, again Just either because There's some episodes That might sort of go nowhere But it kind of did But at the same time But it all contributes nothing, To yeah. the world no Nothing
2: really. ever goes nothing nowhere Nothing is wasted Yeah that's Like <laughs> even the vignette episode All just was nothing else But to add to the story
0: You mean the one Where they had to watch The stage play of themselves is it? No oh, No
2: no, I mean that was probably one of my favorite episodes. That was funny. I could not stop laughing, especially because full of hope. Yeah,
1: I'm very disappointed that Taiko Waititi decided to rip that off for Ragnarok.
0: Huh? Yeah,
2: <laughs> but yeah, just watching uh, the version of Katara on stage, just like this big busty woman sobbing everywhere. <laughs>
0: And uh, Avatar Aang uh, you be
2: performed by woman. They stay activate. Yip, yip. <laughs> we <laughs> need to explain this to Centric Tom. There's
1: this thing called a fan service that exists in anime. Yeah. And yeah, to, you can't be a proper shonen without some fan service. Especially if you know that a, a 12-year-old boy is going to start watching this. By the time his book three rolls around, he's 13. He's going to go through some changes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These characters are going to start to look different to him. I
2: noticed that uh, for... Most of season three, they were showing Katara's midriff. It's mm.
1: like,
2: okay. Um, there was the sex scene like early 2000s, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who knew that they would have foreseen, like, you know, the coming of the crop top like 10 years early? Yeah,
1: careful. The crop top was an 80s invention.
2: Yeah. And then it came back hard recently. Mm-hmm. Got you hard, huh? <laughs> there we go. Let's talk it. Not um, Avatar, of course.
1: You know, it wouldn't be a proper anime episode until one of us talks about getting aroused by a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> So who turned you on the most, Mr. Toffee?
2: I have to say the hottest characters were all of the Fire Nation villains.
1: <laughs> really? Tylee. Flaming redheads.
2: Tylee, May, and uh, Azula. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. On that beach, episode, like, wow, you're really like, you're just going hard into this, aren't you?
1: Again, I also need to point out another trope, especially in anime. The, the best looking girls are usually evil. Yep. You know what I mean? The bigger the boobs, the more they want to kill you.
2: Oh, Tylee is the exception because she's just like a very innocent girl. Aloof. Uh, the aloof girl, yes. No, May's the aloof girl. Oh, oh yeah, May's
0: aloof. Sorry, sorry. Yeah.
2: yeah. May's Daria, pretty much.
0: <laughs> Daria with <laughs> knives.
3: <laughs> Throwing I, knives and chariots. I hate kids. everyone.
2: I feel nothing. I'm so bored. May is literally Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tumblr before they go into a rage.
1: May yeah. is basically, she's the biggest fan of Ladybird.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's the show for her.
2: Yeah. But like, I think what especially helps is that you also have room for really adorable characters. Yes. Like, my God, I want Momo in my life so badly. <laughs> <laughs> not
0: Appa. He's too big.
2: <laughs> uh, Appa's
1: kind Appa, like like, well. yeah. of
2: goofy. It, it's kind of cute, but not for me. And also, you keep forgetting how big he is until you see people like stand by his head. Yes. It's like, where the hell am I going to put him and can you imagine the shits he leaves behind? Yeah. Well, I have the exact same
1: like, thoughts for like, Totoro.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: it's adorable, but yeah, yeah he must really smell. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen a rabbit that smells so bad? Something that gigantic, the size of a bus?
2: Mm. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about Momo is that also he has probably the best theme attached to him yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's so
1: joyful yeah I think there's one thing I, I mean I'm,
2: I'm, see at
0: least it has it all like a serious aspect uh, as well as a funny aspect and I don't want to harp on it, it
1: too much because like yeah it, it perfectly nails that shonen like it's uh, a good balance the it's sensibility balance. like, yeah. you know what we gotta be goofy once in a while yeah
0: we can't be serious all the time right it's a little <laughs> kid shonen because
1: then we become berserk
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah because I no berserk's not a shonen I'm yeah. sorry like every, berserk ain't for kids that's for sure I
2: mean for every Every moment we have where Azula nearly kills Aang with lightning, mm-hmm. we have the bit where uh, they're suffering from a fever. So Momo misunderstands Katara asking for water and just keeps yeah. giving her useless shit. Oh, so, uh, like, that was a funny. Crowns and jugs and necklaces. I need water. <laughs> Give water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all need a Momo in our life. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Mr. Toffee? What was the What was the, the shining crowning achievement of the Avatar series in, in general?
0: Well, here's the crazy thing. I actually kept track of the Avatar Last Airbender not just in the animation series and rewatching it, but through the follow-ups from Dark Horse Comics as well too. They oh, actually yeah. continued the story from there. Where, the spin-offs? Yeah. No, it's actually like a continued sequel of sorts. Like, it's just continuing the story from The Last Airbender mm-hmm. where you finally get to find out who the hell... Uh, Zuko's mom is, for one. Oh, they did that? Yeah, yeah. they did that. They finished that. They, they, res- they concluded that story. you arc.
1: think there was a missed opportunity of not doing that in animation?
0: I don't think they had enough time to do it, for one, and most of the public budget, and they just wanted to end things and I would there. I think,
1: like, by 2008, by the time, like, Avatar ran its course, I'm pretty sure the audience that grew up with it probably moved on to other things, right?
0: Yeah, they moved on to other things. Hence, this is why this was relegated to just, like, a sequel slash spinoff.
2: Just comments from Dark Horse. for like you yeah. know people who really needed to know you can go and find out yeah. because like
1: if you want to compare it to what's available now or like what is the the current taste right because when you think of like a, a kids TV show mm-hmm. you get something like pe-
2: like kids will say oh I really like Rick and Morty that's not a kids show yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's
0: for adults
2: this is yeah quite, this is a direct PSA to parents stop bitching at people making the stuff. You are a shitty parent if well, you're letting you watch, if you're letting watch. your kid watch Netflix unsupervised. That's your fault and your fault yeah. alone. And
1: my counter to that is, you know what? You're an awesome parent for having your child watch this shit because <laughs> my parents didn't care what I watched and I turned out fine. <laughs> eh, that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> Very debatable. <laughs> Master debatable. There we go. Thank uh, you, boys. Uh, and girls. Exhibit A. Yeah. Exhibit A. And then, like, also at the same time, I mean, I also also want to say this is like, if you want to pay attention to what. Well, kind of you know what uh, basically everybody considers a kids show nowadays okay you have the goofier stuff like maybe uh, Adventure Time yeah or Gumball or even Gumball or something super zany like maybe Spongebob Squarepants Mm -hmm. which
0: is
2: you
1: should have run it across a long time ago right? it's
0: more like a show for us when we get high or something right I
2: think they have finished its course is it all just just repeats from now it's reruns yeah it's mostly reruns now and then like not done a new season in a while yeah and then, then like to me, the only
1: other show that came out recently that I'm still following and I'm a big fan of, and I mean, it's not really a kids show, but um, it's
0: all ages. Let's just say that all ages.
1: I'm not say even all ages. Like I mean, like well, my favorite show, animated, is called Bojack Horseman. It's okay, not that, that's, for okay. kids. Yeah,
2: that's That is definitely for people our age.
1: Yeah, and then it's like to say something like, okay, what would I recommend? Like if, if, if a kid asked you like, what's a good show to watch? Okay, sure, we can watch, like recommend. Something like Avatar: The Last Airbender because we are aware of the quality of it, right? But so, if you
0: want to bring up something
1: recent, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's like I mean, I would probably maybe say okay, Steven
0: Universe seems kind of cool. That that is a good example because I'm Adventure Time is good kind things. of goofy,
1: you know what I mean? But also at the same time, it's like but if a kid like say a smarter kid and like the kid we used to be, like when we were younger and we would watch, like. Something like Avatar would definitely... Well, we would gravitate towards that very quickly mm, because yeah. this seems like the kind of show where like my friends won't get it, but this will be something that I hold dear and special to my heart. Yeah,
0: Where no shows are just one-offs, they're actually part of a bigger picture. It's a long narrative picture. that yeah. you have to follow. It's and like
2: then, Game of Thrones without... The you know, sex. The sex and murder. And the mis- or, mindless killing. You know what? Not
1: present, but also not absent.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it probably exists somewhere. Well, yeah, oh, canonically sex definitely happens because of the kids. <laughs> I love how you explained it away. No, like, you no know, canonically, I'm
1: pretty sure these these people
2: were like you they know, don't pr- produce the normal way. They, they don't you reproduce via mitosis. <laughs>
3: mitosis.
2: I'm pretty sure the Fire
1: Nation is all through halitosis. There we go. (laughs) Thank you boys and girls. Just a lot of bad breath. A lot lot of bad fire fire breath. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, yeah. Avatar, I think is, I I don't know, is it true? Do you think it's probably the last smart show? That's what I'm trying to say. I I disagree. That is debatable. Because the thing is that a last smart show for kids.
2: I think that actually because that is because we, we talk about how uh, like Adventure Time and Adventures of Gumball are zany and crazy.
1: Yeah, is there anything that exists now? Gumball
2: is actually incredibly smart writing. Okay. It's really, really clever. Like there's a throwaway gag where I think one of the girls is doing a hacking for some stupid reason, yeah. mm. but the way she explains it is actually how you're meant to hack stuff. Mm. Like, and also there's a moment where um, uh, Gumball tries to become like super hardcore social justice warrior and start like attacking people for being like saying the wrong pronoun or using the wrong gender or assuming Mm -hmm. these kind of things and then the rebuttal is but you're meant to just care for people and i forgive you he gets defeated by the power of a hug no
0: there was also a smart episode where they actually talked about why gumball's mom met his dad and all that that was actually a a well done flashback so would you
1: consider gumball to be the avatar of this generation. No, I mean it's definitely like it's, know, still a, zany it's show. a series of skits So what's 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 lacking? Uh what would be the one show that you would say, I would like, say Steven, this is the avatar of this
2: generation. i would say generation. Steven Universe is close because close, right? there's definitely yeah. the big arching narrative and the world building which kind of all ties together. So this
1: is where I'll take Steven Universe down a peg. The animation a bit too easy for me. It kind of like Avatar at least feels like I there mean, was a
0: lot of action It's a throwback
1: effort. to those, like, 80 shows, like maybe He-Man or maybe even Mask. Or it whatever. was a lot more detail, too. And there was a lot of action,
2: yeah. yeah. But I would say, honestly, I think that those days are over. Yeah, I think economically. Because, because it's just like, we can't justify, like, a show like Avatar, if it was made today, would be mm-hmm. so expensive, and the studio would shut down as soon as they finished the first what, season. Not the,
0: this last adventure. Don't forget, Legend of Korra also probably took a lot of trees to make, too. Yeah. a trees. Trees, trees. A lot of, you know, animation cells, right? You don't use trees to make animation cells? I mean, you gotta cut paper and everything, right? No, it they was... They do it on computers. Yeah, so. it was, it no, was, they do use paper, too, for really? some methods, yeah. For Cora, Cora, I think some of the in-betweens and some of the key frames they kind of need paper.
2: That's because some of it was made by Studio Periot in uh, Japan, but a lot of it was done in South Korea, and I think... Sur- that,
1: Studio Mir, right, if I recall,
0: is yeah, it?
2: Yeah, they're hardcore tech. They use
1: tech, yeah.
0: Because it's so probably
2: just Avatar. I been there then. Um,
1: that That was definitely paper animation. I will like, see.
2: People are definitely going more the route of stuff like uh, Simpsons animation. Whereas like, it's definitely goofy and it's not like, you know, like, you know, character silhouettes are definitely far more loose because it's much easier to make in a computer and you can just produce more episodes and it's more cost effective. Exactly. Because yeah. also they're spending more money on stuff like uh, voice actors and... Which I totally Writers.
1: disagree with because there's so many like voice actors who are like you know they need they're, they're still very like one of my favourite voice actors of all time is Tress McNeil yeah and she does six-year-old boy perfectly. It's like pound for pound she's like one of the best voice actors of and all time. And the old lady very well too. She does old lady perfectly too and she and there's, there's, there's like there's so much range in that yeah. you know what I mean? And it kind of breaks my heart when you see like some shitty show like Hotel Transylvania where Adam Sandler just fucking phones it in (laughs) from the phone booth from whatever and it's like yeah okay why are we paying this guy a million dollars when like guys like uh, fucking uh, uh what's the name of the dude who does futurama Shit.
0: uh matt Groening, right? No, no no
1: billy west billy west billy, billy west. west who does fucking professor farnsworth and fry and a whole bunch of other characters oh, let's talk about hank
2: Azaria and dan castanella who do
1: okay those guys are titans and we like can't afford se- them <laughs>
2: 70 voices between the two of them
1: yeah yeah and it's amazing watching them in the booth talking to themselves mm-hmm. in different voices yeah you know,
2: like, okay, then, okay, props to where
1: prop is due. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane It is kind of talented. It's
2: no, not great. No, but he is definitely a talented guy who has a. When he's led to do just himself, he's not very good. He needs to be reigning with producers. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. It's like, when he's directed, he is fantastic. And, you know, he was great at the Oscars, I would mm. say.
1: I think he's more of a, he's to be. I, I prefer him to be more of an MC than anything else.
2: Yeah, like because he's got a very sharp insight and wit, and he knows all the Hollywood dirt. Like like he he can the, just bring it all out in the he's water. He's the one who made a Kevin Spacey joke ten years before he realized how much of a monster mm-hmm. he is. <laughs> you mean Weinstein? No. Kevin Spacey. Kevin, Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Like, there's an episode in 2005 where she goes, Help! I've escaped from Kevin Spacey's basement. No, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. You're right.
0: It's funny you also men- mentioned Tress Ma- McNeil as well, too, because she was also in Avatar Last event. Who and, was she? Uh, The puppet master, Hannah. Mm-hmm.
2: Hannah. Ah. Yeah. Ooh, that was, a creep- that was a creepy episode. Like, I was
1: <laughs> yeah, last King fans, look up Tress McNeil and just pay attention to her work in yeah. general.
2: She deserves nothing but praise. I want to mention one last thing about Avatar is that season three they explore some really dark shit yep it grows up with you and it's like it's where you start getting scared of the characters you've grown to love like the episode where katara is hunting down the man who killed her mother
0: the southern air raiders uh, southern raiders yeah yeah southern
2: raiders and uh, how she becomes almost a monster like being consumed by rage and revenge no
0: sleep no nothing using the one technique she swore never wanted wanted to use ever she
2: broke down in tears when she used it to defeat hannah and then she's using it without remorse on someone who's not even the man she's hunting down. Yeah. Like,
0: and that animation for the bloodbent is
2: fucking... It's creepy. creepy like You can almost soundy. hear like the bones crunching yeah. when they're being forced against their will to move. I mean,
1: here's something I want to bring up also. Do you think this is uh, a response to or maybe an inspiration from how Harry Potter also aged up with its audience where it got darker towards the end? I think
0: because it's more like, like it just happened time. Time. coincide. Yeah. Yeah. Probably coincide. With
1: it, was maybe. it like a like a lovely coincidence?
0: Order of the Phoenix came out yeah, in about probably a 2007, coincidence.
2: 2008, so it would correspond at around the same time. Because yeah, the I producers ended
1: in 2008. Yeah, the yeah.
0: producers know these kids back in, uh, when was the first Harry Potter film? 2000, right? 2001. One. They don't got to be young forever so they got to make sure that Deathly Hallows and order of Phoenix tactics. So have do you think it's just amazing
1: out. foresight on this uh, on the part of the Avatar producers it's, because it's in it's three writing. seasons yeah, it's definitely good writing. That's good writing, yeah. I mean, props to the writers, but I would say like do you think the showrunners looked at it and thought like, you know what, it'd be smart if we aged up with our audience, like these 12-year-old boys will become 14-year-old boys by the time like this ever wraps up?
2: because that's how you're able to tell a brand, like a long running narrative because if yeah. you stick at just the same age group consistently you end up with the Simpsons yeah you have to do the <laughs> Simpsons because you can't tell long stories but I
1: kind of disagree with that too because so you have
2: to keep like introducing the characters again to new people I wouldn't say it's like the best way to make long running stories
1: I would say it was the best way to retain the audience
2: That's what I meant
1: Yeah okay because, I mean, like, even you a long-running narrative, I can't... Yeah, One Piece. Yeah, is yeah. still going on. <laughs> We're
0: talking more like a and kind so of narrative you that you kind of yeah. have to pay attention, but at the same time, it's it's wrapped up, at the mm-hmm. very least, well, with compelling characters, compelling backstories,
2: and a great world to be in. Yeah. It's, like, to the point where I want to ask you guys, if you had to choose which kind of school of bending you wanted to have, which one would you go for? Air bending. Of course. <laughs> in the world of Avatar, which of the four elements would you want to bend most? Korra bending.
1: There we go. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Of course, I'm the fire tribe. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's something about them that, you know what? There's a malevolence to it, but also at the same time, if it was only used properly, and I would love to shoot fire out of my arms. There we go. That's what I want. I just want to burn things. <laughs> oh yeah, that kid, huh? I'm that kid,
2: Mr. Toffee.
1: I definitely like
0: earth bending a lot. I was because- gonna say earth bending as well because
2: really? I feel like. Because when you realize, oh, you can also bend metal with it. Because
0: there's a there's a bit of earth that you can actually see inside metal. Yeah, and also, in like think could yeah. have taken it further.
2: Like technically, uh, lava is rock.
0: It is. There's lava bending as well
2: too. So you know you can have the same advantage as firebenders. And also, have you ever cut yourself on a piece of slate? Yeah, sharp as fuck. Painful. So you can create your own little uh, throwing stars. Rather. Throwing
0: stars, rocks, yeah. your own bludgeon, your own uh, mace, whatever. It's yeah, like you're,
2: you're kind of surrounded with weapons <laughs> utility wise it's also most you know useful because like instant it, armor
0: I think the only thing that can actually trap you is like what a wooden cage that's about it yeah,
3: yeah.
0: that's pretty much <laughs> it we all <laughs> God for our Avatar so, the last F- no, episode no not because oh, the
1: thing is right, it wouldn't be the last King episode unless we talked about every aspect of Avatar and since we're not going to be talking about the spin-off let's talk about the most crucial thing of all the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> movie <laughs> I haven't seen it. Don't. Good. Because <laughs> yes. you what? just recently watched this.
0: Yeah.
2: You're the Keep lucky it one. Pure. Yeah. yeah. Keep it. Because I watched it by accident on a plane. Ooh. <laughs> How did that. Oh,
0: right.
1: Airplane, yes.
2: I'm on on you You're trapped in a metal cigar for several hours. What else are you going to do? So, like, the thing is, I played it and I thought to myself, you know what?
1: This is horrible. I'll
2: just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up and it's still playing and, like, fuck. It's <laughs> like, so, what. It's like everything that Hollywood gets wrong about these shows, they managed to do it in this one film. Mm-hmm. Like, why wash all of the characters apart from the villain? Best the of the his yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: the actual air bending, I mean, the actual bending, It's there's not even much of that going on.
2: Yeah, anyway. I, I saw c- glimpses of the rock bending and it looks so stupid. Yeah, Like, you can see the wires of the rocks, like, dingily going... And
0: they actually did commit the cardinal sin of adaptation. Wait, they committed
2: the cardinal sin?
0: Cardinal sin. What's over that? Committed. <laughs> Committed. The cardinal sin. Yes. Not, cr- not Kermit. Not
1: commit. you Hey ho. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cardinal sin.
0: It just took bits <laughs> of the show and then, that's it. It just there's just a lot of exposition. N- that's talking. not even
1: the cardinal sin. The cardinal sin is they decided to cash in on something they had no idea what it's about or they even they, they don't give do the essence. There's no due diligence mm-hmm. necessary because like the problem I have with a lot of these fucking movies, especially like right now after like like SDCC just happened and everybody like look at this franchise from this thing that you enjoyed when you were a kid and I was like oh, fuck you no don't don't ruin this Yeah, yeah they, they, a they reboot, they're rebooting
0: the uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer that
1: hurt my feelings so much like leave like, that shit alone is
2: Joss involved in reboot yes, as well yes he is it's involved like, he should know better well I guess he needs money for his divorce
1: <laughs> I guess so in that age of multi- uh, Ultron paychecks I'm just not rolling in anymore nah, right? yeah.
2: no but also at the same time I would be like Okay.
1: Nobody asked for it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Number one, number two, they got the wrong director.
2: Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. who saw signs and said, "This is the guy we want." <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like a completely different directorial style that you got for. I mean, don't you need to pick someone else who's more action oriented?
1: No, I wouldn't yeah. even say that. I would say like, out of all the guys that exist, you know, and especially like, especially nowadays when we live in a day and age when like. James Gunn should direct Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the perfect choice. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, he's ex- he knows exactly what he needs to do. Or like even uh even like a sh- like somebody who is like I would say even if you, if you throw it to someone like Kevin Smith who's not a great director but at least he's the kind of person who will do due diligence he would
2: read it up he would watch the show he would try his best
1: to retain the essence of Mm. what is necessary and I know like
2: Captain America
1: Joe Johnson right? perfect he's perfect because like you look at the resume he did the Rocketeer he's the perfect guy to do a superhero based in the 50s and then like okay I can't think of anybody right now who would be the perfect choice for Avatar The Last Airbender but if you ask me then and because like not knowing what they became right I would say right you should have fucking gotten the Wachowskis because Mm. as much as Speed Racer is a hunk of shit (laughs) it was true to the nature of the 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 anime and the the show and the aesthetics and the style and the the thing is I'm pretty sure like the Wachowskis with their Matrix money or their you know like we invented bullet time we know how to do slow motion fighting trust us you know like those guys before they decided to like you know shit the bed with like Cloud Atlas and anything
2: and and Jupiter Ascending
1: yeah, at that point of time, you give them a franchise like Avatar. It's like, okay, we don't need you to do any world building or to try to create some bullshit philosophy around Neo and whatever. You're not good at that, but you're very good at action. Okay, like Just work on that, it's you know, Just like, imagine the, the fight sequences we would have if the Wachowskis were like, okay, calm down. We did the best car chase of all time in The Matrix 2. Okay? Like, you're like, yep, sure. You know, go for it. And also at the same time, they respect the Asian culture. I mean, That's they, w- true. they will straight up say like, yep, we ripped off Ghost in the Shell to do the Matrix. We ripped off this. We know, we know what manga is. Mm-hmm. So like, they're, they're hardcore Hollywood otaku. They would have been the perfect choice if you asked me then. I don't know now.
2: I think now, I would now say, now
1: you have a sportful choice, I think.
2: Yeah, I would say like, even the guy who did the Doctor Strange movie could do Who like, was that again, sorry? Scott Derrickson. You think so? Because he was able to make the magic work. I agree, yeah. But like, I would say the Russo's did it even better mm-hmm. so I think maybe the Russo brothers could have like, because they also know how to handle big stories with lot, lots of characters no but about.
1: then uh, Russo's were not a thing yet true so I'm like, saying who would have existed now, the, like uh, when yeah. you, say, if you say if you say now like we are sport for choice but back then like why did you get M. Like the Like, was he right was there? he
0: available at the time? Were they Were the well, yeah, Watchers not available? I'm pretty sure it was very available. Because yeah.
2: after <laughs> all, he's so successful right now. Oh, all right, right. The he happening, oh the water and the happening. Where his yeah. last two movies. And so the village so and shit all and worse.
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, like, okay, another, uh, another contender for me. If it wasn't for the Wachowskis, I would say maybe Robert Rodriguez. Yeah.
3: Because like yeah. the thing is.
1: He knows how to do
0: kids films by kids. Exactly. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And
1: he knows how to handle adult content because Sin City, the first one, was fucking amazing. Yeah. The second one, not so much. You know, and he can do goofy and kind of uh campy fun with like the Once Upon a Time trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Like even the, the final one, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Like, like okay, the like, uh, what was it first? Uh, El Marachi Desperado, right? What was the third one though? The Once Upon a Time in Mexico with, time time with, with Johnny Depp. Okay, okay. So like that show is like, yeah, that's the perfect tone. You know what I mean? Like, it has serious moments, but at the same time, it's a fun action thing Like we can romp around. And like, but then he would have casted most of them as Mexicans. <laughs> Sorry. Which, I don't know. I mean, Then it'd be what? Brownwashing?
2: <laughs> it's not brown, it's not washing if it's not a white person. Sir. There we go. Um, okay. Actually, let's aim big. Wouldn't it be great if Steven Spielberg got his hands on it? He would have done nothing but total justice to this. I yeah, would. He, would, because he would. watching him manage to make Ready Player One function let alone be kind of good. Sir, sure. remember,
1: he's the guy who gave us the first Transformers. He yeah. reigned in Michael Bay. Yeah. He's the only guy.
2: Like, and he could have made the bending look so goddamn awesome. And if you want a kid's film done right with, you know... Just like, the king of the kid's
0: films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say that. The yeah,
2: king he, of
1: the 80s.
0: Him yeah. and maybe even Robert Zemeckis. But Robert Zemeckis... Oh, Zemeckis, yeah, that was another name that came Why in. Why is Zemeckis,
2: mind. Zemeckis... Zemeckis hasn't done anything recently, is he?
1: Nah, he, he probably turned his back on Hollywood a long time ago. Yeah.
2: Or like, I mean, much as I dislike him, I think maybe Chris Columbus could have maybe...
0: Because he did the first, uh, what's that, Harry Potter, Yeah, although he
2: fucked up majorly with the Percy Jackson films. Lightning strikes twice, doesn't strike twice, unfortunately. No, no, like, he's a hack director.
1: Don't say that he gave us the Goonies. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's
2: a hack director now.
1: Okay, everybody, yeah, people get worse too.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: But... You know be... Okay, tell you what. Let's do random ones. You know who would be fun to direct this and like, we'll, we'll just take it off the rails? Mm-hmm. Imagine at that point of time maybe uh, a, li- a little bit of thousands like a Tarantino I, would, I knew <laughs> you were going to say Tarantino. Tarantino. Oh man. No. Hearing Ang drop the N-word.
2: <laughs> that would... Like, it's like... Because there's not even any black people in the <laughs> world. It's like... He would just drop. I mean, it, you, you got Kintari the water be like, benders.
1: You got it kind of brown. Yes. Or like, okay, okay, speaking of which, uh, imagine a Spike Lee version of do <laughs> <Avatar> the, <last laughs> the <Avengers>. right thing. <laughs> you know, like it'd be a color commentary about color. Yeah. You
2: know? yeah. Or, I mean, like I think the perfect car crash would be let Michael Bay on it. Michael Bay was actually not
0: Michael Bay yet.
2: Well, I mean, that would have been the
0: Transformers the, films kind of ruined it.
2: Transformers be- came out two thousand seven. Yeah. So back then he was not 2010. Well, yeah, 2010 because
0: he did Bad Boys. He did.
1: Uh, he was a, a hot shit action director. I mean, Connor, right? Was it Connor?
0: Connor was much earlier. And uh, what's the other one? Armageddon. Armageddon was the rock, yeah. Was no rock him.
2: Yeah, it's his only uh, movie on uh, that's verified fresh on rotten tomatoes. Hmm. Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2 Yeah, I mean, like, bad, I, I don't. think. I mean, the
1: explosions would have been big.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we would. The fire a,
1: bending would be much, much
2: better. I would see a lot of Katara's behind.
1: Katara would be un- in- in- inappropriately aged up <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> no she would be slightly too young because she'd be a
1: 25 year old playing 14 <laughs>
2: no, I saw um, like the 4 Transformers movie where the, he spent a lot of time explaining why it was fine for a 20 year old to be dating a 17 year old
0: yeah that was a plot point in Transformers 4 no I there was
1: wasn't a done. plot point he had to explain it Oh, yeah. yeah. how did it add to the plot of the, the <laughs> battle between Autobots and Decepticons that this guy oh it's the Romeo and Juliet law like, what has this got to do with anything sir
2: it's just to justify having a 17 year old in hot pants you're totally
1: derailing the entire show for this fuck you yeah now uh, maybe not then so I mean who would you want to direct the movie if it wasn't for Shyamalan
0: uh, definitely uh, I want to say Robert Zemeckis but he hasn't done much as we discussed
3: oh, earlier on so quite wrong. He oh yeah, he did the third Harry Potter book. He did, was he?
2: He did the third Harry Potter movie. When was that? Uh, Prince of Azkaban, otherwise known as the best Harry Potter 2000 film. And that was 2000. Let's see, it was when Emma Watson became hot, so about 2006, 2007. I
1: still look at her and I still see a child.
2: <laughs> She's 30. She's older than me.
1: I know. It's like, I, I like for me, she has this kind of like nurse that, yeah, yeah, I can. I'll never see her as hot.
2: <laughs> well, no, I mean, I. Grew up being slightly younger than her, so I, you know, was part oh. of that way. So you're
1: crushing upwards. Yeah, mm, cute. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know what? That's how I feel
2: about Sandra Bullock. There we go. <laughs> and
0: the Russo brothers definitely can. Russo make brothers would not a yet.
1: I know. I know. But you have to think in that time frame. Like if you had. I mean, if I think no now, other yeah, choice. Yeah, nah. All right. No other, you know other choice. What I mean? Because of like you know it'd be terrible hmm. like if you were to get like who's the guy who did Independence Day oh, what's his name uh, Dev- Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich uh, if you had Roland Emmerich do oh, an Oh that'd be a shitty film Ugh, I don't know. and like Randy Quaid apparently is Aang you know up <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yours like what and then Jeff Goldblum is Zuko
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah. I'm,
3: yep, gotta, uh, fire uh, brand I'm you gonna fire Ben um, yep, that's yep. amazing <laughs> no it's not it's terrible <laughs>
2: uh, no I can tell you one better Brett Ratner Actually, Brad might be a good choice. Have you seen X Three? Yeah,
0: Brian Singer doing
1: uh, F- after <laughs> the Last Airbender. Fuck Brian Singer! No, <laughs> no, he ruined like the first class franchise. Yeah. No, but wasn't he the one who did the second X Men film?
2: Yeah. First one, first two. He also did Days of Future Past, and he did Apocalypse,
1: <laughs> and he did Apocalypse.
0: Yeah, He's I don't a, know what the hell happened. I've never seen anybody so.
1: shit the bed so fast.
0: Yeah, how did that happen? <sighs> Uh, but maybe back in his prime Back in his day He wasn't so bad Nah
1: he was too busy Being the guy Who did usual suspects He would not have lowered himself to do this Besides he was too busy Trying to steal Like the, the Superman script away Remember yeah. yeah that too Look what he did With that franchise yeah. Thank you hey, So I mean You wanna wrap this up here
2: mm-hmm. Yeah I mean I think we've talked About everything we need Yeah to I think we got Avatar. That
1: Avatar um,
0: fix off our backs And hey, I mean we're pretty much In uh, agreement that this is one of those shows yeah. that make us think a lot too I, mean, I have sense. to say thanks a kid show yeah thanks Mr.
2: Toffee for recommending I watch it because probably one of the best binges I've had in a long time yeah and I you know, I watched I binged uh, Archer season 9 and I enjoyed this one much more yeah
0: it's pretty open I mean again Archer again is more of a comedy thing main, kind of meant for adults for, for something that's kind of all ages that you know both kids parents adults can kind of watch and actually get in tune to I feel this would be the one that actually stood out in my mind the most which is why I kind of want to do this episode in the first place to so have you guys have your say in it
1: nothing to do I mean, with the episode. SEO that is the 10 year anniversary right? I don't think so no. <laughs> I
0: actually did not know about that while I was writing up the episode yes it was
1: quite a coincidence
0: yeah, yes.
2: and <laughs> hey this is a sign of a good show I woke up this morning after having just finished it last night feeling empty because I'd seen the completion of the show I was like now what am I going to do in my life
1: wait yeah. for Game of Thrones like the like, rest of us
2: <laughs> I'm gonna f- be so shattered when that last episode finishes airing. Like, that's gonna be eight years of my. TV watching live. You know what?
1: Now sounds fierce. like the perfect time for you to watch Berserk.
2: <laughs> <sir>. <laughs> no, 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 no. How about this?
0: Because um, there are some genes of Avatar, Last and uh, Legend of Korra inside the latest Voltron. You should watch that instead. Yeah, Legend
1: of Voltron probably okay, if you yeah. like. Because
0: jo- Joaquim de Santos, the it's
1: guy who wrote Book Three, it's not the same. But like, if you're a fan of the guys who created like Avatar, like then support their work.
2: I mean, I'll, I'll give it. It's a the watch. same
0: writers. Uh, same writers for the last books.
2: Yeah. yeah. So oh, you're going to
0: see some themes pop out a bit, but not as deep as or, or as adult as you would think. Because like, it's still based off an 80s show.
2: Yeah, well, you know, they had a D&D episode. And you know, I love me any uh, show which has like just a D&D episode. Have you yeah.
1: seen the original 80s D&D cartoon? No. Do you know it exists?
2: I know it exists. You should also. It's Kinda, not bad. You love that. Uni. Yeah.
1: She's a little unicorn. They call her Uni. Yeah. She speaks in bleats and
2: <laughs> me. I can kind
0: of foresee this maybe being rebooted, but not so soon. Dungeons though. and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, maybe because of the whole craze of Dungeons and Dragons as we speak right now. oh
2: yeah, because, yeah, like it. They've sold more uh, fifth edition, more right? fifth edition, than than all of the previous can I just combined? Say, You know why? Because fifth
1: edition is dumbed down.
2: I know, and that's fine. Like, so now
1: we have more nerds. Right? It
2: works because I saw the character sheet for uh, second edition <laughs> where you have <laughs> back in the, good the, the time. bullshit good days. Right. Like, when you have when f- I remember Taco was a thing. When you have front uh, AC you have back AC side
3: Swimming AC.
0: checks as well. Don't forget that. Oh
2: fuck that yeah. nonsense. <laughs> that <laughs> was swimming.
0: Whenever kind of you, you enter
1: a dark area we have to cast Flare first or else you can't roll for initiative.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: Fuck
1: that <laughs> <bad> game.
0: <Yeah. laughs> I'm also happy that at least other spin-offs of d and I mean Pathfinder was technically a spin-off right? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, it, is. it was a much better version of 4th edition that's why yeah, it's we called were. 4.5
1: Were we talking about D&D again <laughs>
0: nah
2: kind of linking up to <laughs> these <Avatar? 80's> cartoons <laughs> yeah I guess hey well, they're republishing uh, a Vampire Masquerade Okay, okay. Uh, I'm kind of
0: yeah.
1: curious about that
0: I think we'll do a, probably a are you guys keen on doing a D&D episode or a
1: no Board game element. I'm not interested <laughs> okay. we can play D&D we can just play D&D and not do an episode yeah okay. like live
2: streamers no yes. no just
1: for ourselves like fuck that yeah it doesn't have to be a podcast
2: alright right. right. Like, we can do, do we stuff revolve? without viewing it with people Yeah, yes. there's so much we can do in the holodeck of course
1: yeah Okay. Of course. we can even we can even do holograms with you no know, exercise machines no we no. don't <laughs> so anyway yes uh, this has been an all
2: special all avatar uh, themed episode All mostly avatar mostly, mostly avatar, avatar.
1: Okay, well, a little bit of meanderings here and there. But so hey, it
2: wouldn't be a Last King podcast if we didn't have at least five tangents. Yeah. Bingo.
1: And some reference to anal sticks There we go. There you go. So, uh, yes, please, uh, heavily recommended f- uh, from your friends here at The Last King. Do check out Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, it's on Netflix. it's
0: still Netflix. It. it. still holds up up till now. It's three amazing. episodes. is a
2: good 60 hours. Yeah. No way. And hey, parents, Three seasons. Yeah, three yeah. seasons. Parents, this is a great thing to watch with your kids. Definitely. Right, you know, have something that you can share together.
1: Yeah, and if you missed out on it, not, we urge you all, please check
2: it out. Yeah, it holds up as all help. Yeah. This coming from the millennial. Huh? Yeah, <laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's sign off. Uh, I have been your uh, co-host. Uh, uh, what am I bending again? You're firebending I'm firebending I'm a flaming bender. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Doctor Toffee. I've been uh, the Earth slash gender bender eccentric Tom.
0: And this is other Earth bender Mr. Toffee standing up.